Welcome to the Social Feed Podcast. We are coming at you from the Hubbard Broadcasting Studios here in the Twin Cities. And thank you guys all for listening. Today we have with us Jaina Anderson back again. I'm here. It feels like it's been a while, but... I know, it has been a while since you've been on one. Yeah. This is going to be good. This is going to be good. And our new producer, Pat... Hey, hey. Wheeler has left us for Alaska... To fish for the summer, mm-hmm. so Pat is taking over. But I know we're in good hands. I am. <laughs> Wish me luck. Yeah, yeah. Using social media. What works? What's new? Advice. Trends and insight. From the creative team at Hubbard Interactive, it's the social feed. So today, uh, Jane and I were talking because we are. Well, I'm getting married in 16 days. <laughs> And Jada is getting married in August. Yeah, I think I I checked my wedding website last night to start doing some stuff, and I think it was like it said maybe oh gosh I don't know ninety days. That seems oh my long, gosh. but August. No, it does not seem long. It's going to go by so quick. <laughs> <laughs> I yes. thought the same thing when I was at ninety days. Right. But with two future brides, and also with the royal wedding coming up this weekend, we thought, what a perfect podcast to talk about marketing to brides. Um, we have a lot of clients we work with that are in the wedding industry that constantly ask us questions about how do I market better on social media? And I know a lot of people listening are maybe brides who are planning who might get some good tips and also other wedding industry-related businesses that could use some help from this too. Yeah, for sure. I think just from experience, as Missy said, um, you know, we are planning our weddings currently and I give so much credit to the internet and to social media for doing so <laughs> oh my god because i don't know what i would do without it and I, I even asked my mom you know how back in the 80s how the heck did you get you had to call every single vendor you had to, you know i mean yeah i still have to call some but mainly i'm finding them online well it's like reviews like right i go and i look at the reviews on everything yeah. like what was it like what was their experience how did the food taste Right. And even now, I don't know if you experience this, Missy, but I get a million trillion things to my inbox from email um, marketing campaigns as well. So if I was at a wedding show or something, those vendors have gotten a hold of me. And I've actually, I mean, some of them are, you know, have actually been pretty helpful. It's how I found my DJ and I got a really sweet deal from it. So there's a lot of marketing that goes into the bridal industry. Yeah. So that's what I want to talk about today. Like what have you been using to find your specific things for your wedding? And I'm going to talk about, Pat, you're a married man. So yeah, you I'm, can definitely be part of this conversation. Well, yes, you've you done can. it. Yes. My wife did it. I should say. <laughs> <laughs> but um, how did you find like, you know, your DJ and your florist and how, how did that come about? Yeah, so for me, I had a bit of a longer engagement. We got engaged December 2016. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So a, a, a little over a year and a half engagement, which was actually really great in my opinion, just because of how my life situation is everything. The year and a half was great for the planning purposes and saving money and that sort of thing. So whatever amount of time your engagement is, you know, to each their own. I've had friends that have planned weddings in six months and they did just fine. But personally, I love the year and a half. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know how they did it. We did did seven months. You did seven months. See, and some people manage and it's just turns out great. Um, you know, for our situation, Adam's only home in the summer, so we we just had to do the year and a half, and I, I'm pretty thankful for it. So, so let's start with the venue, because yes. the venue is always like, you get engaged, and that's kind of the first thing. Was that same with you guys? Like, the venue yep. was our big thing that mm-hmm. we had to reserve. So how did you guys find your venue? Well, 
for us, Brittany always knew that she wanted to get married at her childhood church. Okay. So we didn't really have to put much thought into the venue because they do the ceremony and the reception. Oh, they do at the reception at the church. And oh, so we didn't um, we didn't have to put any effort into that. Nice. So I don't have any insight. <laughs> well, um, similar to you, I knew I wanted to get married at my childhood church as well, which is downtown St. Paul. So that was pretty easy. We narrowed it down and said, okay. St. Paul because we didn't want our guests driving all over from St. Paul to some other city and that sort of thing. We kind of wanted it in one you know, vicinity. So therefore we had our church downtown St. Paul and then we did about three or four tours around the area and we ended up falling in love Falling in love with one um, right there. So we're getting married at the Intercontinental, or our reception's at the Intercontinental, which is just about three blocks from the church. So, yeah, location-based was really our driving factor, and we knew we had a big wedding, so we had to you know, factor that in as well. So this venue held the amount of people, and so we're doing the whole ballroom-esque uh, venue. That's awesome. Yeah, for ours, um, we're getting married at the Round Barn in Red Wayne because um, that's right in the area that both of us grew, near where both of us grew up. And my cousin actually had mentioned something about like, hey, um, I know you want to do a barn wedding. And there's this Round Barn in the Red Wayne area. And so I started looking on Instagram mm. and it was gorgeous. Yeah. And so we went in there. We did a tour. And what's great about it is I've been able to stay, and again, social media, I'm, I work in social media, so I'm biased, but it was so awesome because I was able to see updates because they were building and adding new things to the venue. So each week I could go and be like, oh my gosh, they just added the pavilion or they just added this cute little cool. like piece of decor or you know, they updated their ceremony tables mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So it was cool to kind of watch that process through yeah. Instagram and that's what ultimately made us choose that venue. I have a friend who has said the same thing. She's getting married up in Brainerd. Actually, she's one of... Our clients, she works with the wedding guys, and she's getting married up there in her venue. Same thing. She said she's been able to watch the process. One day they were pouring, like, blush-colored glitter or something into the floors and laying the concrete. (gasps) Oh, my gosh, And she got to see that through social media, and it was so cool. So, um, but, yeah, when I was searching for venues, I know The Knot does an awesome job. And, And all those, you know, wedding sites, and that's really where I did a lot of my review searching. And, again, yeah, that review management piece and review marketing all that is really really crucial when wedding planning so i took that into consideration a lot so you have the venue what's the next step what was the next thing you guys looked for food (laughs) (laughs) i think ours was the dress but food okay yeah food is the big one for yeah lucas said the same thing britney Britney probably looked at her dress first yeah i definitely was dressed (laughs) food oh my gosh um (laughs) Definitely dress because I felt like I couldn't really move forward until I knew what I was wearing. And I mean, obviously, I'm going to be the center of attention, right? Yeah, of so course, of I'm course. the bride. <laughs> um, no, so <laughs> I just felt like that was a very good, it's, it sets a good tone for how, you know, the style and the colors you want to use moving forward. So definitely the dress, which in that case, Instagram, thank the Lord. I love you, Instagram. It's how I did most of my dress shopping. I was the same way. There's all these influencer girls I saw like going to these different bridal shops and like yeah. trying on dresses and so that made me, I literally went to the same bridal shops they did mm-hmm. and I ultimately settled on Bella Bridal for my my dress. Where did you get your dress from? I got it from Annika Bridal oh, Boutique yeah, and Edina. Yeah. yeah. So I had a friend refer me there so you know just that referral process too is, is huge. huge in wedding. Pat, do you know where your wife got her dress? I have no <laughs> idea where she got her dress. <laughs> Where did you do your catering from? Uh, Blue Door Pub. Oh, we had Juicy Lucy's at our at our reception. Yeah, 
Actually, I think you might have told me that before. Oh, that but sounds awesome. That's it was so, so good. cool. The, I didn't even know they catered. I know. Uh, we were the second event that they ever catered. Wow. Wow. So I think they've gotten their act together a little bit more now, but um, it was kind of a trial. Like they were still checking out to see if they could cater. Yeah. And the church we had our reception at had a full kitchen attached to the reception hall, their multi-purpose room, whatever. And so Blue Door literally came in with all their raw ingredients and made oh us gosh. fresh Juicy Lucy's for the reception. Wow. That's amazing. That's cool. Our, um, venue that we have we have to use a certain caterer so we're going through them so that made it kind of easy right um on that part of things i think Same. most venues do that i think if you want yeah. to bring in your own food you've got to really fi- search mm-hmm. for a specific place yep definitely. yeah yeah ours was internal so it was, yeah it was actually pretty easy i will say that if um you know if you are a venue i i think being a bride options are always great so i was a little bit i don't say annoyed when i found out that it was like exclusive to one caterer but like blue door pub or like having a food truck and there's so many cool options out there now Mm -hmm. to make your wedding more unique and not that kind of standard um feel that i think if you are a venue having those options open i know it's a lot harder there's a lot more logistics that go on and why you do only want one caterer Mm -hmm. but i do think brides really appreciate that option when they're searching for a venue Totally. Speaking of options, you guys have said you guys use Instagram a lot for planning. Did you guys use Pinterest a lot? Because mm-hmm. we, I mean, Pinterest we got married six years ago, and that was really before Instagram and the whole influencer boom happened. And right. so, like, I'm pretty sure Brittany used exclusively Pinterest. That was, yeah. Instagram really wasn't a part of the equation for us. Pinterest has been using more for decor ideas. So like okay. how I'm going to set the tables, yep. ideas for, and we, we're using the same florist. Yes. Because you referred yep. me to the yeah. girl. <laughs> yeah. Um, shout out to JW Floral. Yeah. Who I also, that connection got on Instagram. Um, I won flowers from an Instagram contest and that's how I found them. And then I referred them to Missy. But yeah, to speak to Missy's point, meeting with a florist right away, they were like, okay, let's see your Pinterest board. And so we use that as a reference and we got to, you know, pin things and then they got an idea of how we wanted to set up the tables and the centerpieces and it was really a great piece of communication for that oh, that was so, so visual helpful. and so great yeah because you're, you're trying to explain things in your head you might have a different thought so she's literally like the first thing she sent was send me your pinterest board for yes. your floor for your flo- flowers and i'm like oh my gosh this is great mm-hmm. and now i've done that with my photographer i sent her a photography <gasps> yep. board on pinterest on t- different shots i want and then for uh, um just like the head table and stuff like that like the the look of the, right. the day it's definitely helped too with you know just even thinking about what my fiance is going to wear, you know, I, I'm not a pro in menswear and I don't know exactly what looks good together and all that stuff. So I'll just quick type into Pinterest, you know, men's suits, wedding, black with black tie. I have no idea, but usually I can find something that's like, oh, okay, that does look good. I can see it now. So for a visual piece, I, I still love Pinterest. Would you guys say that you use Pinterest more for like planning or more? F- do you actually make purchases from what you see on Pinterest? I think we just used it for planning, and then we took the ideas that we saw there and made them work with what we had or what we could find and everything. Um, I don't think we really bought anything from there. That's kind of what I've been doing, too. So I'm, just as far as like for conversion rates, like with Instagram, you see it, and I'm like, okay, I'm going to buy that. But mm-hmm. with Pinterest, I've noticed I've done more planning, but then I buy it somewhere else. And you, yeah. and you scavenge for it somewhere else, yeah, or you look for right. a local store that has it or something like that, yeah. Same page, yeah. Yeah. So let's talk about the Instagram contest because I know yeah. um, in the wedding industry, giveaways are really great. So what are some ideas? And I mean, you mm-hmm. obviously want your flowers. Yeah. So I'll just use this in, as a perfect example. Um, 
especially with clients too, they wonder often, how does a comment contest really benefit me? How can that convert into a sale and get me making money if I'm giving away something? Well, um, in the case of a florist, I entered a an Instagram contest. I think I might have tagged Missy and like some other brides of oh, yeah. friends that I have. Yeah. <laughs> And I said, you know, whatever, my wedding date is this. And I tagged Missy and some other girls. And they reached out to me and said, congrats, you know, you're the winner. So what they provided me with was my bouquet, my bridesmaid's bouquet, um, my fiance's boutonniere, and the groomsmen. And then I, the rest was up to me, but I ended up going through them. But what was so great is that they were so awesome. They were so awesome to work with that I ended up referring them to Missy. So now she's using it. My, I referred them to two other brides, so I don't know if they're going to use them, but that's still so. It's three pieces of business that they got just because they did this contest. So, in the grand scheme of things, they're you know it just goes to show that these giveaways really couldn't be awesome. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. The other thing too, as far as like marketing to brides online, and we do it all the time with our um, bridal clients. You know, it is really easy. Um, compared to other industries to find someone who's going to get married because you can target someone based on their relationship status on Facebook. I know that ever since I swapped mine to engaged, I'm getting hit with all types of different ads. Mm -hmm. So if you are in the wedding industry and you're trying to target a potential bride or groom, like they are very, very easy to find. Um, I will say another thing too is bridal groups. Jen, I think I had you uh, (laughs) join, join this group, which could be good or bad. There is a... Facebook group that I'm part of called Minnesota Brides, and it's literally pretty much anyone in the Twin Cities mm-hmm. in Minnesota that's planning a wedding. Yep. And people go in there for comments like, hey, I'm looking for a dress this weekend. Where do you guys recommend? Or, hey, I, I need a caterer. Where do you guys recommend? I'm looking for a photographer who charges this much. Yeah. Who do you recommend? And it's a gold mine it f- is. for business. And you've even been able to see people go in there. I bought um, gold frames from somebody in that group, and it's like a great way to recycle mm decor and all those things so it's super awesome is that something that businesses can join or do you have to be a a bride or groom someone getting married to be in that group so with the group they do have to approve you to be um entered in there i know i do have some friends that are efficients Mm -hmm. and they are not getting married and they're part of the group so you can anyone can it seems like join Mm -hmm. but they are very cautious about you just spamming it with your business stuff you have to be a thoughtful contributor okay. to what you have. But yeah, yeah I love it. And they, they have like discounts. And they're like, hey, one girl's like, hey, I got a discount on this. If you want to share this coupon, like right. just like bride hacks and different ideas. Yeah. That's been super helpful. So one thing that I really wanted to bring up was influencer marketing in the bridal industry, the wedding industry, because I've had that question come up too with working with the wedding guys. For example, they put on bridal shows. So the question really is, is there such a thing as a bride that's an influencer because you're only a bride for so long so it's a pretty short lived thing but I think that there are ways and um, people can use that to their advantage where there's less of a time frame but there's more options of influencers so I don't know how you feel about that but yeah and it's funny because we were talking about for a jewelry company yesterday we were trying to brainstorm ideas for them mm-hmm. with influencers um, for wedding bands specifically but it's like you don't want an influencer to go in and like as a bride, like try on wedding bands if you're not getting married. Yep. And then you also sometimes you don't want to, it's just kind of, it's a weird thing because right. it's very personal. And again, it's, it depends on the person, the person. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
but like trying on a wedding dress I did like a little photo shoot before I got married it felt kind of weird like yeah I have friends who've done that too and I always wonder but I think that it's you know from a business standpoint what I think is very smart on some businesses behalf is for example wedding day diamonds reached out to me they knew that I got my wedding ring there and so they said hey can you send us some engagement photos Sure thing, of course. So they featured me on their Instagram page. They tagged my photographer who got exposure. Um, you know, tag the location. So there's ways like that that businesses can utilize. Maybe not someone who's so much an influencer, but an actual bride to make that real organic connection of like, they used us and this is them. And then my photographer got exposure. So I think yeah. that would be a great way for people to use that. I love that. Um, I just picked up my dress two days ago from Heather um, Custom Alterations in Woodbury. And when I left the appointment, she gave me a little card that said, hey, on your day of your wedding, like, please tag me. I want to see how the dress looks when everything, you're all done up. Mm-hmm. And she's like, and also, like, I would really appreciate it if you wrote a review about me on Google. She's like, I literally get all my business from referrals. So if you can write that on Google. And she's like, typically brides. She had like a whole, a whole <laughs> spiel. And I'm like, I'm like, I get it. I'm in marketing. Like, Yes, I wrote a review about you. Yeah. But she's like, please do the review after you leave today because a lot of brides will forget if they don't do it within a week. So she even right. had like a timeline that she recommended I write the review. Wow. Good for her. Wow. Yeah. So she was yeah. very efficient. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I mean, that's you need to ask and you need to ask right at that appointment or people will forget. Because I mean, in a sense, it is a pretty saturated market. I mean, it's very competitive. There's a lot of there's so there's many options. so many vendors out there that you could use. So Really, um, reviews are going to make you stand out. What are your guys' thoughts? And Pat, I don't know if you ha- or did one of these, like on uh, kind of like the wedding guys, like bridal fairs, wedding shows. What are your guys' thoughts on those? I was overwhelmed. We went to one at the convention center here in Minneapolis, and okay. I was super overwhelmed. And it was very early on in our engagement. I don't think I had put really any thought into planning the wedding, and so I just walked in, and I it's it's all a blur to me. Yeah. Like I remember taking a break <laughs> yes. with um, with Brittany's dad and sitting on a bench as her and her mom went in and <laughs> looked at a bunch of other stuff. And that's pretty much the only thing I remember from the day is mm-hmm. is the break that I got. Other than that, it was just a, a whirlwind. Yeah, I would agree. The same thing. I went to a couple of wedding fairs and I think it was it was it was a it was too much. It was like overwhelming. So I think. Like, if someone can do, like, a wedding for that's more, like, that intimate experience. Mm -hmm. And I don't know. Maybe it's just me. It was just too much. I know there are a few wedding fairs. um, So I've been to a few. One of them that was really well. And, you know, I mean, the wedding guys. I will will (laughs) plug plug in for them because I love them. And they do a great job of really segmenting the types of weddings. So they have a few different options. So I went to Unveiled, which is a little bit, you know, a little bit higher end. It was more – it felt very exclusive – um, but it was set up really nicely. It wasn't very, you know, crowded and crazy. And um, I've been, a, I went to one that my friend invited me to because we got a ticket for like three dollars. So there, it was jam packed, and it was great. But it's more of a social thing, like that's, and that's yes. what I think is is it's nice because it's a moment where you can take your bridesmaids or your mom or your fiance or whoever and get an idea of like, you know, some opinions and well, look at this, this or we could do this, and it's a great. It's like a real life. Pinterest, I guess, like you're seeing everything that you want to see and there's a lot coming at you, but it's also showcasing the saturation though, too. Like we just talked about, it's such a saturated market. The fact that the wedding industry can fill a convention center or whatever, wherever venue that they Mm -hmm. choose to have these fairs, it's just, it's everywhere. It is. And 
I think it's funny because a couple years ago, uh, before I was engaged or anything, there was this trend happening where brides were a little older. And by older, I mean not really old, but like <laughs> around 30 more. And um, somebody just recently said to me they've been seeing the trend go the other way now, where it's getting younger. And oh, I thought it was interesting that some of those shows I did see a lot of – I mean, I'm, I'm considered probably a younger bride. I think you're about middle. Yeah. I don't think you're yep. considered old or you, you, probably you know, a little bit older bride. A little I would older, say. yeah. But now the trend's going backwards. It seems like um, I don't know if you've heard that or not. Yeah, I have noticed that. Like, yeah, before and again, it obviously depends on the person. But a lot of people are getting married a lot later. But now, yeah, it is kind of skewing back. Which mm-hmm. I'm I'm curious why that shift why? is happening. Right, right. So, um, actually, too. Um, Speaking of trends, I was able to go to New York City in the fall for Bridal Fashion Week, which was an absolute dream. And I was um, so jealous of your Instagram that week. Oh, like, oh my gosh! <laughs> Probably, honestly, the best weekend of my life. I what I was trying not to come back. No, no offense to you guys, I love working with you, but I was just like, <laughs> how can I stay here? Um, but the trends you see there too is really interesting. And what I talked about um, with a few people I met there were. Um, selling in different markets so you know if somebody's coming from minneapolis to go to bridal fashion week they have to really think about who's going to buy that dress and it's really the same as marketing with social media and what we do on a day-to-day basis of really finding the right demographic because you can totally go you know get this crazy unique expensive dress but if you bring it into a certain market it might not sell so that was really interesting because i saw all these options and i was talking to a woman who owns a bridal boutique down in rochester minnesota and she was like, oh, believe me, I would love to take that home or I'd love to get that. But I have to think about my demographic and I have to think about what kind of brides are coming in. And who's really going to buy this? Which I thought was so interesting because, you know, we do that all the time. Who's going to who's <clears throat> going to respond to this Facebook ad and why? And so the thought process behind even a, a bridal gown is the same same thing. So, yeah, that's a really good point. There's just so many factors that and I say this every podcast, like. You just got to test it. Yep. You got to test it and see mm-hmm. it. She's probably done it so many years now. She kind of knows what her audience is. But when you're first starting off, you know, you might think that image works really well or that product's going to sell really well and, and it doesn't. And you yep. just got to go with what your audience wants. Mm-hmm. For sure. Would you guys say you're drawn to more local stuff or more big name? I mean, there's national, you've got TV shows all around the wedding industry and they're selling obviously big international brands and everything. But then you guys were talking about the local places that you would use. Are you drawn more towards the local or does the big international stuff catch your eye more? I'm definitely towards the local. Like everything I have is, you know, local catering, local venue, like local dress play, you know, like everything. I just, I love that that smaller, more unique kind of niche stuff, the big box stuff is just not not my thing. I have gotten a few pieces of decor from like home goods for like my dessert table, but that's as far as I've gone with, right. with that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, definitely as far as my vendors, it's been local. I think um, definitely, I don't know if you felt the same way, but there's some things that I'm like, Ugh, that's too basic. Or like, I don't want to, I want this to be, it's my day. I want it to be unique to myself and to exactly. my fiance. Like we have our own, so... I don't know if I'd call that local, but more unique to us. Like, okay, we met because he asked me to make him a s'more way back in the day. So how can we incorporate s'mores into our wedding? And is that unique to us? Whereas we're not going to do a wedding cake, although many people do. Not that it's basic by any means. Like, 
people are probably upset that I'm yeah. not having a cake. We're not doing a wedding cake either. Right. But something that's more, I think, and that's a huge thing I've been seeing is, um, you know, local versus national or whatever that looks like it's more so um, unique to the bride and groom versus. So more personal than yes, necessarily personal. local. Personal is a great word. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. Personal. Like even um, Lucas and I just got our wedding bands and I wanted to go to like, you know, I was looking on like Etsy and like, I was like, oh, like when we were in um, vacation in like San Francisco, I was like, oh, it'd be really cool if we could find a wedding band out here, like uh, while we're on our trip. So looking for more, we ended up going with um, a small little local jeweler here in the Twin Cities Mm -hmm. that um, one of my coworkers actually referred me to, Sonia. So cool. So yeah, Yeah, just like that, that that smaller stuff and I'm getting it custom made to Mm -hmm. like what we want. That's really cool. Yeah. Things like that are really fun. I think with the process. And I think too, there's so much with wedding planning and a tip for brides out there. It does go by fast. Missy knows her wedding's in 16 days. You said, (laughs) yes, I mean, and a year and a half for me, that seemed like at the time when we had gotten engaged, that would, it would be a really long thing, but it really hasn't been. And so enjoy it because the planning can be really fun. It's, it's, there's a lot out there and it can be overwhelming, but it can also be, it's been a blast really. Yeah. I, I love planning. Um, but yeah, it it is, it's overwhelming. Um, two things that have saved my life are the wedding wire app that I downloaded on my phone and it tells you exactly what you need to have done and when you need it due by. So it's like, I have a notification like this is overdue. So like, okay, I got to do that this weekend. That's been a lifesaver. And, um, just, just kind of like, uh, just exploring online and finding timelines, talking to other potential brides has been really helpful. Do you guys have, did you guys have a wedding planner or are you doing a wedding planner? I'm my own. Yeah. No, Same with us. Me. Mm-hmm. Uh, my wife does wedding photography and so she's got a really good idea of how the day needs to be structured. Yes. And so we didn't have a wedding planner. Yeah. I've, I've found that a lot of my vendors are so awesome with timelines. They get it. It's like they've had it taken care of. And I do have um, an amazing, I mean, part of the reason that we went with the Intercontinental is because Shout out to Lindsay there. She is phenomenal. And she sold us on that because I just know that things are going to be taken care of. Mm-hmm. And then I have two family friends that I'm having as like day of coordinators just to make sure everything's in place and whatnot. But yep. other than that, yeah. Yeah, I always am curious like with the wedding planner, like obviously they're a huge help because, you know, there's things that need to be done that day of. But I'm our venue starting to turn more where they have their own, you know, venue coordinator and they're kind of becoming the wedding coordinator mm-hmm. and, and what that's going to happen with wedding coordinators moving forward. Right, right. As brides want more and more. Yeah, for sure. So the last thing I want to talk about, because we've covered things like the venue, food, the dress, um, decor, the most fun part of getting married is the honeymoon, the trip. So what are you guys doing for your honeymoons? What did you do for your honeymoon? How did you find where you wanted to go? Did you use a travel agent? All the questions. <laughs> we, we just, uh, we knew we wanted to go somewhere where we had both been before oh, so okay. that we could relax and not feel like we had to be out and do a bunch of stuff all the time. Mm-hmm. And um, we were on a really tight budget. And so we went to Chicago. We just spent oh, a week in Chicago, Chicago, just outside the city. And so we weren't in craziness, but we spent most of our time in the city of Chicago and we just had a blast. It was totally relaxing. It, it wasn't, it wasn't a beach or anything, but it was, it was perfect for us. And the, actually I was talking to Jaina about this the other day. The best thing, speaking of social media was for us not to use it during our honeymoon. Mm-hmm. We literally, we said, we will check our phones twice a day when we wake up to see what we've got planned for the day. Cause we kind of wrote out an itinerary for ourselves. And then when we get back to the hotel at night, just to see if we missed anything. We had them with us for the rest of the trip to take pictures, but that's 
all we did. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, I know. Pat and I had that conversation the other day, and I'm totally going to take that advice and do the same thing because I think that's just turn it's off. really cool to just that. unplug, have it for photos. You know, you want to capture some of those memories, but unplugging sounds very nice. Yes, that sounds awesome. Mm-hmm. Where are you going on your honeymoon? So Adam and I are heading to Aruba. Ooh. We get married. Um on a Saturday and we leave that Monday. So we will head off. And the reason we chose that is because actually funny thing, Adam and I, by the time we get married, um, we'll have been together for almost 10 years and we've never been on a plane together. Wow! I've been on multiple, (laughs) multiple planes to go see him and we've met each other places, but this will be our first time on a plane. So we'll see if we're still married, but I don't know, like traveling (laughs) with someone could, I feel like it's a huge test. That is amazing because you go to New York all the time and I know I'm constantly. Yeah. So we worked with a travel agent. We knew that in the month of August, you know, we had that potential chance of hurricanes. We had to really factor in that. Um, and then also, yes, Instagram and reviews were amazing. And so we found this beautiful resort in Aruba. We worked with a travel agent who was awesome. How did you find your travel agent? So that was for through referrals. My dad actually travels quite a bit for his business. And so he has a connection with, um, I believe it's called Blue Ribbon Traveling something. Blue Ribbon. And sorry if I butchered that, but they're amazing. And... Um, so he referred me to somebody. She worked with us and was awesome. Awesome. Luke and I are doing Belize, which oh, I'm so excited so about. Cool. Um, we initially, we were going to work with a travel agent who I found on Instagram. And it's these two super sweet girls out of New York. But after talking more, they were very like structured with the itinerary that they put together. And we're like, we just want to get there and just do nothing. Yes. <laughs> Same. So um, we're all about, you know, once you get there, you kind of go with the flow and find yeah. your own adventure. So we actually ended up not using them and just we booked a flight to Belize and um, the rest was Pinterest. Yeah. We used Pinterest to plan like we're going to go hike this cool cave, like this eight hour cave hike oh in the God. rainforest. I found a really cool um, beach we're going to stay out for part of our trip and I found that on Pinterest. So that we actually did use Pinterest a lot for the honeymoon planning. That's cool. Yeah, for sure. We're, we're kind of the same. Just like relax and see what happens and... Even like um like I had to go get shots last week for traveling oh. to Belize. You oh, have to yeah. get your yeah. you know typhoid and all that fun stuff. Um, I went on Pinterest and I saw what shots you need for Belize. Like oh and it has gosh. a whole chart. Wow. So I mean, obviously the doctor tells you what you need too, but I yeah. kind of had an idea of what I need to get before I went in there. Yeah. So Pinterest was really helpful for the honeymoon planning. That's cool. Yeah, the vacation. I do want to bring up one last thing. Um, because we're in social media and it's so relevant for us. Uh, you know, are you having a wedding hashtag? We are. So okay. my fiance's last name is Young. So our hashtag is Forever Young. That's so cute. <laughs> I love it. And Pat, when you got married, were hashtags the hashtag wedding thing? Yeah, six happening? years ago, were hashtags yeah, like I don't know. I mean, the hashtags were a thing. The hashtags were a thing. I don't think we had one. Well, maybe we did. I, I honestly don't remember. I know it's weird because I feel like okay, so you, so you said you got married six years ago. Yep. So six years ago, yeah, not sure. And then all of a sudden, there's this huge boom, and now it's still happening. But I feel like eventually it's gonna like maybe fade off. Yep, I think so too. You know, well, like I I'm, mean, you've got to come up with a unique one every right. single time, and there's so many weddings. Exactly. Like exactly, oh, we had such a hard time. I, I are mean, you guys doing one? Yeah, I think so. I. <laughs> I, I could not think of any. We asked for plenty of suggestions, but I think what we're going to do if we end up using one is just Jaina scores on Adam because he's a goalie. Oh, cute. So, yeah. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> Try to tie in some relevant things there. And, yeah. yeah. Are you guys doing Snapchat filters? 
Yes, and that reminds me. I need to get on that. Thank you for that reminder. I really want to. Yeah, are you? Um, I'm not sure yet. I think yeah. I might do one. I mean, it's super cheap to place them. Um, yeah, Snapchat filters are great, and it's something that just kind of adds yeah. that little extra touch online. I love that. Yeah. Yeah, Snapchat wasn't a thing. <laughs> <laughs> so funny because like six years ago, it's like that's not that long ago. I know, I know that's weird. I never even. Yeah, things have changed have. so much. Oh, yeah. My goodness. Yeah. Oh my gosh, we've covered so much today. We have. Um, we've talked about venue, food, honeymoon, dresses, everything um, that you can imagine when it comes to a wedding from our, our wedding experts. I just thought this was so perfect because we're getting married, so mm-hmm. this is all we think about every day. Yes. So I'm hoping that the people listening, if you are a future bride or planning a wedding or someone in the wedding industry, this will give you some good insight into how we go about finding things, especially being millennials and what that search looks like. Um yeah. And there's just so many great ways you can target people online. There really with are. social media. There really are. So. so if you have any questions or want to, you know, grill us or ask any wedding stuff, we are always here to help. Um, so feel free to reach out to us at thesocialfeedpodcast.com or you can visit us at our new website, hubbardinteractive.com and submit messages on there. and We'll get back to you when we can. We'll see you guys next week. See you next week. Bye. Enjoy the royal wedding this weekend. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> The Social Feed is a production of Hubbard Interactive with music provided by Minneapolis-based artist John Atwell.